Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the moms on call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Jennifer, I am so excited about our guest today and about what's happening in January. Because it's like the best kept little secret of the most amazing people that join us here at Moms on Call to be able to meet the needs of new parents and sometimes even parents that have three or four kids. How many, what is the amount of children you've done a consult for, like a family with the most kids? Because it's not just I'm expecting my first baby. Oh, gosh. No, I I have had one family in particular, Jennifer, that I have gone out four times, four times. Now, I have done some quadruplets and, and so forth that had an older kid, so probably five of the most, but this one sweet family uh, is, I, I went out on the fourth time and I'm, you know, doing the bath the way I do it, Right. And kid you not, dad is standing in the hallway watching me do the bath. And he says, oh, I forgot to use the washcloth over the chest. That's why she's been so fussy. And I turned around. I'm like, you did not forget to do that. You're just doing that so that I'll come back if you have a fifth. I'm like, I'm not coming back. If you don't have it by now, you know, we're done. And and I just think it's so, so funny. But, you know, those in-home personal consults and our virtual consults and those email support packages to me are just priceless because what we do is we build that relationship, right? We know Mm -hmm. these families specific. I know that this dad has had me out four times. I know that, you know, their ins and outs of their family life. And to be able to have one person that, hey, you can email at nine o'clock in the morning and say, oh my gosh, things went off the tracks last night and I don't know what to do. And you're panicking. You have one voice that comes alongside you and says, oh, wait a second. Let's step back. Let's look. We're not going to be changing a whole bunch of things unless we see this as a pattern, right? And take a deep breath. How often we say, okay, hold up, hold up. And that really is what I think is so incredible about our consultants. And that's what I'm so excited about today because we have two of our Moms on Call premier consultants with us today. And when I tell you guys, these two girls are so incredibly good at being a mom, being a nurse, being a Moms on Call consultant to so many families. Uh, but they are just hilarious. So today we have with us two of the most extraordinary ladies. They are going to introduce themselves so you guys can get a chance to know them. But Morgan Sewell and Sydney Smith are here today. And we are so excited for you to get a chance to get to know them. So ladies, tell us a little bit about yourself. Morgan, let's start with you. Hey, y'all. I'm Morgan, and I live outside of Knoxville, Tennessee, where I've been born and raised. 
I've been married for 10 years to my high school sweetheart, Matthew. Wait, wait, wait. Morgan, do, do you wear do you wear orange? Yes. I love orange. Oh. Don't go there, go Morgan. Balls. Don't go okay. there. Okay. okay. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. Go, go ahead, Morgan. Go Keep going. Keep going. Uh, we have two daughters. Maddie Faye, she's five and a half and started kindergarten this year. And then we have Mabry, and she's 18 months old. And then we have our little beagle dog named Loretta Lynn. <laughs> I love it. So I have been a nurse for almost nine years now, and I've dabbled in a few different specialties. I've done some primary care uh, and some pediatrics with that primary care office. The majority of my career has been spent in high-risk obstetrics, which is where my passion is. I love taking care of mamas. I love anything to do with being with new families and helping them not only get through the birth process and the delivery process, but also the immediate postpartum period. And then also being able to provide education to them for their newborn. I love that. Those things are so wonderful. But Loretta Lynn, I think is one of my favorite (laughs) parts. I don't know that I knew that. Sydney, tell us a little bit about you as well. I wish you guys could just see their faces. They are just the friendliest, most welcoming, most wonderful, competent, amazing ladies. Go ahead, Sydney. I do not have a Loretta Lynn, and I am so happy to say that we do not have a puppy named oh. anything. We have no puppy named anything. My husband told me we can start thinking about a dog when we stop cleaning up baby poop, we can start thinking about picking up doggy poop. And I'm like, if I didn't have had a dog before the girls, there would be no Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn was the first baby. (laughs) That's uh, that's hilarious. Um, I am Sydney and I live in Birmingham, Alabama with my husband, Alex. Um, We've been married almost seven years and we have a little boy who will be four in January and a baby who turns two today. And so he's not a baby anymore, but he's my baby. And, um, he has been, he has been a lot of fun. He has been our uh, very typical second child with ER trips already under our belt with him. But, um, he has been awesome and happy birthday to Ford. Um, I am a pediatric oncology nurse. Um, so I work with the sweetest and sickest of the kiddos in the state and they're awesome families and love being a part of that hard journey with them. Um, and then of course, uh, much happier journeys with my mamas with the moms on call consulting group. And I've totally enjoyed all of the mommies, um, that I've gotten to know and dads. I do a lot of consults with dads. And so if you are a dad listening out there, please know that we appreciate when you jump in and you are, fully into helping moms and being a part of that newborn experience. And and I love that you brought that up, Sydney, because Jennifer and I are always just like, okay, because we, we do, we get, you know, moms on call is meant for everybody, all parents, all varieties. And, but, but we will occasionally get somebody who gets mad that the book and the resources are called moms on call. And so Jennifer is like, no, 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 hold up. Like, no, we were the moms on call. The the moms are Jennifer and Laura uh, because we we were on call so much. And and so uh, uh, it was so funny because Morgan, our other Morgan, 
she was like, we got a book returned. And on the front cover of the book, they had put, they had put with a black marquee moms. And then they put with a black marquee and dads on call. And we're like, no, gosh, please. So dads, we love you guys. And moms on call resources are for you as well, because, you know, and for all parents out there. Grandparents, foster parents. Grandparents. We don't have babies yet, but one know about babies. <laughs> Aunts and uncles, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I love that you, that you brought that up. We do love our dads. All right, we've got a little icebreaker question to get us started. Before we jump mm-hmm. into why we really decided to do this at this particular time. Um, so, Morgan, I'll go to you first. What is one of the strangest questions you've ever been asked uh, as a a Moms on Call consultant? I have thought long and hard about this one. And honestly, I don't feel like I've been asked any strange questions. I feel like every question is warranted. I'm one of the believers and there's no dumb questions. So I'm just like, bring them on. I love it. so nothing weird that pops out to me, just really honest. And that's how I want my clients and I to be is honest, vulnerable, and just super down to earth. So if you want to ask me what that. color is your baby's poop color normal, like bring it on. Let's talk about that. <laughs> and send the pictures. Oh, I've seen yes. so many poop pictures. <laughs> Hello. Bring Hello. it on. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that is so, that's such a good point because so many times as parents, we don't want to ask some of those what we think are just kind of strange or silly questions, right? But we've heard it all. I, I mean, yes. one of one of the calls um, that that I remember having is this dad, and this was when we were on call for for our pediatric office. And one of the questions was, "Oh my gosh, you know." Do I need to call 911 because I just changed the diaper and there's these crystals throughout the diaper. They look like little jelly balls. And and I was like, oh, baby, baby, that's just the diaper exploded. We're good. You know, we're good. Look, if you have ever put one of those accidentally in the washing machine, though. <laughs> You'll know. Oh my gosh. I can't can't believe they can fit that many of those absorbent little balls in one diaper. Like when they're like extra absorbent, I'm like, I think you absorbed like every bit of water from my washing machine. That's so funny. And I'm short. So like trying to get in the top loader, like my legs are sticking out the back. I'm picking out little bits and little balls out of the, yeah. Um, those diapers. Well, you know, when those days are over though, Sydney, you can get a dog, but it's yeah. still then. Yeah. Be careful. Right. Don't get those diapers right. no in dog the washing dog. machine. I would say I, I'm i with Morgan. I don't think there's a strange question. I have had a couple of strange, fun interactions that um, have stuck out. I had one mom talk about being vulnerable that sent me an email. Like, you know, we do those daily back and forth, Jennifer, like you said. And I've even had a client that say, you're like a diary that writes back. And I'm like, I'll be whatever you <laughs> okay, need. That's like, brilliant. Sure. That yeah, is it is. Brilliant. I still, she, her baby will be one in January and we still, she still buys that package every three months. I'm like, we're still talking about your in-laws and your weight loss and the weddings you have. Like, we haven't talked about your baby in forever, <laughs> but I'll do whatever you want me to do. But, um, she, uh, I had one mom that said, 
So today's gone a lot better. I didn't forget to feed her. And I wanted to say, well, that is great. And also, I'm jealous that you have a baby that allows you to forget to feed them. Like, my children did not let me forget to feed them. Um, and then that I also had a client once who sent me her plan on um, flying with her baby for the first time. Dad went ahead with the car and the junk. And she and baby were flying together and I had all these travel tips for her and she was ready. And she said, okay, my flight is at 10. So my sister's going to pick me up from my house at 930 to drive me to the airport. And I wrote back and said, I'm not trying to be condescending. I know you're a very intelligent woman who travels for work often, but I don't know if 930 for a pickup for a 1030 flight is going to allow you enough time. And she wrote, she wrote back, Oh no, we live close to the airport. And I said, do you live at the airport? And she's like, no. And I was like, I, I just like, I'm, you know, I kind of tried to warn her best I could. And sure enough, the next day I was teaching vacation Bible school and I get my phone and I see an email. Whoop! I missed my flight. Ah! <laughs> I was like, of course you did. Oh no. So, anyway, I said, it is fine. And you know, so, but those, those are probably my two funniest. Oh, I didn't forget much. to feed the baby and I, well, I missed my flight. Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's, but yeah. that is the relationships that we build through our consulting network. It is, you know, we are in there with you guys. I love that I get these updates from my clients every morning where, you know, if I do see a trend, we can hop on and, and try and make adjustments or tweaks real time um, versus, oh my gosh, I'll get back to you in a month and we'll, you know, whatever. So I love that back to four, back and forth that we do so often. So, we're going to jump into why we are doing this right now, and it is our January promo, which I am so excited about because so often when we are expecting and getting ready for this new arrival, we have so many questions and we're bombarded by so much information, and for right now, we are going to offer for the month of January, uh, there are limited slots, so so we do, uh, not sure exactly when we're going to cut that off, but for a limited time during the month of January, we are offering completely free 15-minute prenatal phone calls with our premier Moms on Call Consulting Network, and we are thrilled that we are got offering this. And we just, you know, want to talk a little bit about what this prenatal phone call is going to look like. And, and really the purpose of that call is to be able to answer those questions, be prepared, and to get ready for that next incredible adventure. We would like to get to know you. And so oh. if you are out there and you are expecting we have this amazing secret, and two of them are here, and we want you to get to know them a little bit, and we want to make it a little bit easier to 
just navigate. We are bombarded with so much information, just like Laura was saying. And what we have found with our clients when we get them, you know, and that two week mark or three months or four months, or, you know, even for me, I do a lot of toddlers. So I'll get them at two years and three years old. And every time you ladies will hear this a hundred times over, as do we, I wish I had known sooner. I wish I had done this sooner. And this is our answer. Like, let us just kind of help you to sort through things at first and develop that little relationship. And sometimes that's all you need. Just a little way forward that helps you to kind of right the ship. Um, but these ladies are are so spectacular and we'd like to get to know you and we'd like you to get to know them a little bit. And, um, and so they have some really extraordinary wisdom and we're not going to wait for you to contact us. We're going to give it up right here in this podcast today, some of the best advice, most helpful advice and ways forward that Morgan and Sydney have been using in their own consulting practices and using with the families that they engage with. So ladies, you know, we're all always talking to parents Literally, this is what we think about day and night when we go to sleep. Like we, we take you on, like how many babies have we gotten to sleep through the night when you're going through the throes of it? Like we're emotionally invested in what's happening and we're ready to answer those questions to make it easier. So ladies, as people are preparing and they've got this new one, they are bombarded. They are looking through, they are searching for every possible perfect way to do everything from their nursery to the exact right variety of diaper to have. Um, tell me, Sydney, let's start with you and give me a little bit of advice as, as a new mom. What is it that you see that are some things I could do to really prepare not only my life, but myself? That is such a good question. I would say like the the most exciting thing about these little miracles that are these babies is we don't know what they're going to bring. They may be a big old chunky monkey baby that comes home from the hospital and the next day they're back to birth weight and they're just squishy. Or we may have this teensy little squirrel of a baby, which is what I had the first go around, that's just so tiny and wants to eat all the time. And, you know, you just you never know what you're going to get, which is so exciting. Um, but so I would say just to mentally prepare for um, the most exciting ride of your life and to be ready to do something that is very, very hard for all of us women and moms in general, which is to ask for help and to mm -hmm. say, I need some help. I need some advice. I need some guidance. Um, my grandmother tells me that our generation, quote, moved off the farm. And so we don't have our moms and aunts and mother-in-laws that are right there next door. Um, so one big thing that I would say to moms and that I'm excited about for these 15 minute calls is I want you to, when you are in a space where you feel confused and you feel lost and you've gotten online or you've asked your husband or your neighbor, oh, I just think I need to call Sydney. I want, I remember when I talked to her, I felt comfortable asking her questions. I, I think I need to just tune in and call that one person. Um, but I would also say that if you live in an area where you could do some research, we in Birmingham have um, a great group of women called Birmingham Breastfeeding Group. And you can set up um, an appointment beforehand um, 
to come to your home and like, just be prepared to ask them lots of questions. Um, I know we'll get to this in a second, but in the hospital, just wearing out the lactation nurses and making them work um, and come to your room every single time you nurse and every time you get that baby to latch, like just opening your mind and your heart for some help. I think that that is my number one piece of advice for women who are pregnant because you're doing what you're supposed to do right now. You're right. letting that baby grow. Right. And, and Morgan, how about you? What kind of when you think, okay, this 15 minute phone call, what is it that you hope that the, our sweet families, whether it's moms or dads or, or who, whether they're expecting or whether they're adopting or they know that the, that little baby is coming soon, right? What's a couple of the big takeaway points that you see happening with this incredible 15-minute prenatal phone call? So first off, I see that they're going to be finding somebody that is in their corner, which I know we've talked about. That's the number one thing that I want a client to walk away with is saying, okay, I know that this is my resource. I don't need to first jump to Google or to the Facebook moms group because I have this person in my corner that I trust. And I hope that that's what I'm giving to my clients. I want to have the trust. I want to build that rapport with them. Uh, I hope that they're walking away with confidence in themselves. Because when we have confidence in ourselves as parents, then we're unstoppable. When I, and I have moments, oh my goodness, do I have moments <laughs> on the daily where I'm like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Oh, am I, should I, should I, should I? And that's when I go to bed feeling the most frustrated, the most defeated. Uh, but when I have confidence in knowing that I am doing the best for my child because I love them and knowing that I have a purpose to what I'm doing and feeling confident in that purpose, I go to bed feeling like I have succeeded as a mom for that day. Now, do I go to bed every day feeling successful? Absolutely not. But I want my clients to know, first off, they've got somebody in their corner that's going to walk with them throughout each transition of having this new baby. And also that they are the biggest part of success for this baby's life and building their confidence. And I love that because we often talk a lot about confidence, right? And we talk about building a foundation that is built on that confidence. Because if we're not confident in the decisions we're making, not that we're going to be super confident all the time, right? That foundation is wobbly. It's shaky. It's just not firm. And to be able to have uh, that foundation built one of the things that that I've often been thinking about lately, and I'm sure you guys too, is and and you guys out there is, you know, well, you know, ah, all the sleep training books and methods and you know, people and classes and all the sleep training, sleep training, sleep training is just way up there, right? And and one of the things that that we really want to try and and get across is it's so much more than that because, you know, the truth of the matter is, ladies, and we all know that, is we really don't have to sleep train, right? We we are born knowing how to sleep. So, yes, we use those terms and we talk about it as sleep training, and but really, we are born knowing how to sleep. It's really up to us as the parents 
caretakers to put a few key things in place that will allow to create some really good habits that allow them to do what they're perfectly capable of doing naturally doing. And, and so, you know, as we begin this January promo and we begin these 15 minute phone calls with all these families that are, are getting ready for this, these new additions. One of the things that I wanted to ask is, you know, especially because it's been a little while, right? It's been a little while since I've been expecting. And, but what are some of the top two or three things that each of you um, have told your best friend, you know, your sister, your sister-in-law, those, this is how intimate we want this to get. Like, look, what are those two or three things that you are like, okay, you can forget about all the other stuff, but these are the things that we are going to make sure that we have available or do to get ready for that newest edition. Um, I would say I love that. I think it is called a shusher. This shusher, it's an orange and white little sound machine. You can get it on Amazon. And it, my mom, it blew her mind. She said, wait a minute, somebody has made millions of dollars by sitting at a microphone and saying, shh. And they just play it over and over. And I said, I guess so, because it's just, it was a wonderful thing for us. It's about the size of a travel sound machine. We put it, you know, next to the baby or in the car seat or whatever. And it was a miracle worker for us. Um, I would say that. And then um, probably a slumber pod. That was another like big game change. I think there are a lot of little things that have been invented in recent years that I've more or less, to be honest, rolled my eyes out. But the slumber pod is one of those, like, how did moms do it without this 30 years ago? And the shusher or travel sound machine in general. Right, right. Travel sound machines are great. And uh, I just wish the shusher one wouldn't turn off. It doesn't stay on long enough. We did that along with the sound machine. That's right. It was like an extra. That's right. Just on those travel, because, man, it turns off, and that doesn't help us. That comes back to bite us, right? Yeah. Morgan, what what about you? As far as things that I tell people to do to prepare, first off, go ahead and have your tools in order um, for your sleep environment. Because the first two weeks, I'm not worried about a routine or any kind of scheduling. We're feeding on demand. We're bonding. But I also am going to go ahead and just bang out of the gate, have tools in place to start having that sleep environment so that we don't have to worry about, quote unquote, sleep training. That includes having my swaddle blanket. I prefer having a mom's on call swaddle. I also had a couple others in um my back pocket in case everything got dirty because that happens. I went ahead and had a great sound machine. My favorite's the electro fan just because I do feel like that it has the best quality sound and it's loud. My husband and I sleep with a sound machine uh, have since forever. And that's the type of sound machine that we use as well. So we just went ahead and implemented that with our girls. Then also making sure that when I'm up at night and as a new mom, It is hard to do middle of the night feedings, but trying to do it in as low light and as low stimulation of an environment as possible. Now, as a new mom, you're going to need a little bit of extra light as you're learning to latch baby. One thing that I like to use was one of the USB powered touch lights. So uh, 
you can just have that next to wherever you feed. And it's essentially like a phone camera light, but a little bit dimmer and you can control the light um, that it puts out. Oh, I've seen those. Those are like, um, they're just a few inches tall. I guess they probably come in all kinds of different shapes, but yeah, that's a great idea. Yes. So just putting those elements into place early. And also I always tell parents, go ahead and have your gas drops available. I personally love the Gerber cloth diapers as burnt cloth. They seem to be the most absorbent to me. If I leave one at the park or wherever, I'm not worried about it because they're so cheap. Uh, So those are great things to have on hand uh, along with all of your sound machines and swaddles. And I'll add in for those middle of the night feedings, I would always keep like a fluffy, fuzzy blanket on the glider for myself because I'm in the middle of the night, I'm undressing, I'm freezing, like I'm putting that blanket around me or over me while I'm, while I was nursing too. That was something that, um, my winter babies made me have to do. I don't have that personal experience. I had May babies. Oh, I was always so cold. I remember like I was just always so I was freezing because I got my hormones. So I get in the bed and I'm sweating. I wake up soaking wet, like from breast milk or sweat and all those other lovely things. And then I go feed and I'm freezing. That's that is a good point. I mean, I would not have thought about that, you know, but yes, because our hormones are all over the place and so, yeah. Well, and that's just another good point to make. So there's all kinds of things that we can have. There's so many things to navigate as far as, like we said, um, different types of sound machines and different types Swaddle. of swaddles and different types of methods. And our goal is to make parenting easier. Our goal is to use something that we have found to be the absolute magic in order to make this experience easier. Will it be easy? No. But can it be easier? It can. And Wait, that you magic, mean we can't wave a magic wand, Jennifer? Oh, we do. Uh, yes, we absolutely do. And that's why people listen to Moms on Call and those of you who are out there who have used it were like, yeah, it kind of was a magic wand. It was magic. It is a magic wand. It is. Uh, yeah, behind that magic wand, the magic is the relationship. Right. And building a relationship with somebody that you trust and being able to ask those questions and having somebody to look out, Sydney, having somebody to look out for the fact that you might be cold while you're doing a hundred of the newest things you've ever done in your life and you're worried that you're not doing them right. And to have somebody that kind of says, hey, no, it's okay. We're going to also look after you. This is a really important experience for you. And I think that's one of the, excuse me, one of the beauty, the beautiful elements of a mom's on call consultant is because we are here to help look after you. So you can help look after this amazing and astounding new life. And it's just so much pressure and there's so much information that you just need somebody in your corner. And these ladies are great ladies to have in your corner. And it gets really fun, like you were talking about as well. And, um, you know, you become friends. You, all of my clients are people that I really would have chosen as a friend. Just the most wonderful people all trying to do the same thing. We are, we all have that same goal is we want to do well by this family, our own 
anyone else's. We want to see you succeed. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things. I know that we're all dedicated to that goal. And so it is fun and exciting. Now, it's not fun and exciting to pull little bits out of your washing machine. It is not fun and exciting to have to breastfeed when you're freezing cold. <laughs> um, or, you know, when we got home with ours, our, our septic tank, um, it, it flooded the whole basement. I came home two preemie little four pound and some change babies to that level of mess. So just to have a voice that says no matter what you face that you couldn't have even expected, there's a way forward and not just a plan A, but let's talk about is, you know, sometimes we have to pivot. Sometimes we get something unexpected and it requires us to pivot. And it's so great. So we're not just like plan A only. This is the only way you can go. Like one of the things that we do as consultants and Morgan, um, I know you and I have talked about this before because we do a lot of clients that have an older child as well. Um, being able to address not only the younger kids' needs, but the older kids' needs and being able to pivot when we need to because their schedules are changing. So Morgan, speak a little bit to that. Tell me a little bit about that mom that's got a baby and they already have a toddler in the house. What a fun time. What a fun, stressful time. I was about to My say, you liar. Yes. It's over there like it's the second I'm birthday. Like, mm-hmm. number, right? yeah. <laughs> it, it is fun. It, it is exciting. It is funny at times if it's you can find funny. the humor yes. in the dumpster fire, which is what I like to try to do. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can we say that again? <laughs> to find the humor in the dumpster fire? Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes, because that's what's happening, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but just watching this toddler of yours, this preschooler, discover this new little human and this new dynamic of your family and the questions that come along with it, that's what I mean about fun. Is it stressful? Is it the most stressful thing you're probably ever going to experience? Absolutely. I've been there. But it was very fun in certain ways. And just watching her, um, Maddie Faye, my five-year-old, uh, was four when Mabry was born and watching her take on that new role and watching her discover what a baby is. Golly, one time she said, Mama, can I help you breastfeed her? Is there anything I can help you to do? And, <laughs> so like, sweet. and I was like, can you go play? <laughs> can you go away? <laughs> can you leave me alone? <laughs> you know, that's what, but yeah. just her heart was that she's wanting to help. So the way to prepare, I think, these little people for this new role, first of all, is just being there for them and answering those questions because they're going to have questions. And I am so honest, probably sometimes to a fault. I try my best to keep it age appropriate, but we do need to be honest with them when they say, well, what's it going to be like when the baby comes home? Well, darling, this baby, all it's going to do is sleep, poop and eat for a while. And that's going to mean yes. And that's going to mean that when the baby has to have a bottle or nurse, that mama is going to have to sit down. And the way that you can help mama is by playing or we can watch a show together or you can color me a picture. So just kind of painting the picture for them of what that's going to look like, but also ensuring them of like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to need you so much for this. Like 
you are going to be my helper. And these are the things that I'm going to have you helping me do. And I can't wait for us to do this together. Maddie Faye, um, even before Mabry was born, now, I went back and sterilized them, but like when we pulled the bottles out of storage, she helped me wash them. And I mean, there was soap and water all over the kitchen. It was a mess, but she still remembers that. Right. And uh, helping me go through the clothes that I got at the once upon a child and, you know, oohing and on. And, on. and of course, that's something that a four-year-old girl is going to be more oh, interested yes. in than perhaps a two-year-old boy. But for a two-year-old boy, maybe it's let's go through your trucks and let's find a basket that we can put some of them in so that when mama's feeding the baby, you're going to have these cool trucks to look at. So many different things that we can do to help them to feel apart and just to prepare them for the reality of what it's going to be. Because babies take time, right? Babies take time and, and they are perfectly capable of understanding that concept. They may not necessarily enjoy it. They may test those boundaries, but knowing ahead of time, hey, look, babies take time and preparing a basket with fun things that we can pull out while we're nursing or doing bottle feedings is such a great, great, just little nugget that we can tuck away. I have a little boy. We have a house full of boys, but my big boy was two when Ford was born and he could not have cared less about washing bottles and helping feed the baby. But his little engineer mind loved playing with my breast pump. It made noises. It had buttons. It had tubes. It had parts. You know, I have pictures of him holding the breast pumps up to him and, (laughs) you know, like greatest little sweet memories. But, um, I love the quote in the book. I I think I read it a hundred times, highlighted it, circled it, you know, wanted to put it on a post-it on my mirror. Like, we're not bringing home a disease. We're bringing home a baby. I, that was such a big, I had to tell myself that over and over. I know, hopefully some of the moms will talk to in January are prepping for baby two or baby three. And sometimes I have a lot of clients who have felt that guilt that how are we going to love this baby as much? How will we have as much time for our older baby with this new baby? I did not have a lot of that, um, but I had a lot of guilt after the baby came. What Mm. have I done? I can't you know, I, okay, I'm going to feed the baby really quick tonight and get him to bed so that I can go read to foster so that I can have some time. And, um, you know, I, I had to then remind myself, like, it's also important for me to put the baby to bed, kiss foster and go to bed myself and let, let dad or grandmom or the neighbors, whoever had offered to um, help with foster, take that time with them too. And I also think in terms of just, you know, we've talked about the first two weeks of bonding with a baby. Also, you have to think about that um, schedule aspect with your older children as well. So that first two weeks, do we want to maintain some level of consistency and normalcy for our older child? Absolutely. As, As close as possible. But I always like to say, let's do this to reality. Because having a new baby stressful enough. And so worrying about hitting bedtime at the exact minute is just, it's too much. It's unrealistic. It is unrealistic because there's so many different things happening. You know, baby takes longer to feed or dad had to run out to the pharmacy or what have you. So 
understanding that that first two to four weeks, bedtime for older kid may be messed up. Snack time may not be right on target. Snack time may be sitting beside you while you nurse the baby instead of in the high chair. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that because we are we are doing what works for us and we are decreasing our stress level by doing what works. So still maintaining your schedule to a to what works for your family, but also giving yourself the grace to know that it's going to be okay and that they're adaptable. I know we tried so many different variations of trying to figure out how the bedtime routine was going to work. I think when you're pregnant, you start talking to your spouse about or your partner oh, we're going to do this, this, and this, and this is how it's going to work. Well, then baby comes, oh my goodness, it's not working. And so this night we tried this, and this night we tried that. And one night we tried all reading together. Well, then that was like jungle gym playtime hour, and that was too much for me. Uh, So, you know, we dropped back and punt the next night, and there's nothing wrong with that. As long as everybody's going to bed, fed, happy, healthy, safe, all is well. All is well. I want to add to, and I feel like I do this a lot, like, I have so many fun, happy stories, but if we don't share the stuff that's like the real stuff, then we come off as a little bit Instagram fake. Mm. It is also okay. I just told a client who I absolutely adore and I wish I could crawl through my computer and just hug her and put her kids to bed for her. She is having a hard time with two and her first baby was a great Mom's on call, rock star sleeper. And second baby just is a little more opinionated and is taking a little more time. And she was very honest about some of the feelings and thoughts that she's been having. And I said, I appreciated her telling me these things. And that also when her neighbor or her mom or her friend or her husband ask how it's going, it's okay to say, I'm having a really hard time with X, Y, Z. You don't have to say, it's great, and she is such a good big sister. You don't have to say that. You can say, I'm having a hard time with these things. Because most of the time, other moms who are asking you that question, whether they have a three-year-old or a 33-year-old, will say, gosh, I had a hard time with that too. Or, you know, what can I do to help? Yeah, I've been there. God, the honesty is where I feel we as moms can make the most progress. Just by saying, this has been a struggle, this go around. And like, oh God, so glad you said that because, you know, I want to be able to help you or, you know, whatever. So that's the biggest piece of advice with moms of two. It's, it's hard not to go in feeling like a pro and then you get your world rocked a little bit. Just a little, right? Just a little. And there's always okay to say, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing over here. (laughs) But just listening to you, though, I mean, there, there is there is so much value in getting that, not only from your neighbor, but from somebody that walks parents through this all the time. You get this sense. It's not just you. You are not alone. And I think that that is probably one of the biggest goals of these 15-minute phone calls and of the pleasure that we have had of listening. I think we really got the Southern contingent. So we have listeners from all over. (laughs) And I think that they will just want to get both of you just like, can you say those phrases again? I'm just going to tape that on my phone and I'm going to let my toddler listen to that. Um, But the way that, that you say it and the authenticity of the care that you provide Um, I really, really feel privileged to get to share this journey 
um, with you ladies and the other amazing consultants. We will introduce you one at a time. Yes, we can't wait. Yes, we want to say thank you so much to our listeners. We want to say, you know, this uh, January, this promo is going to be so much fun. We cannot wait to get to know you. And so just so we all know what is included in this 15-minute free, completely free, prenatal consult is we're really going to try and answer your questions the best that we can in 15 minutes. We want to talk about maybe what to have on your registry, uh, what to bring in your hospital bag. Sometimes you just need those top four or five things that you may not have thought about. Uh, We want to know, look, there's all kinds of, of ways to feed our babies. And so we'll talk a little bit about what that might look like. You may be nursing, you may be doing bottles, you may know right up front that you're going to do both. Um, and then really, what does that first two weeks look like? We're going to dive in uh, to let you know that those two weeks, like Morgan said earlier, look, we're just trying to keep everybody alive. And that's pretty much the goal, right? At the end of the day, we didn't forget to feed somebody, right? <laughs> Including ourselves. Uh, and then, and and of course, for those that are bringing in uh, a new baby to with siblings, older siblings, we want to talk about a few of those challenges that we're, that you may or may not have. And uh, so we want to talk about that. So for a limited time, again, during January 2024, we're going to offer this free 15-minute prenatal call with our premier Moms on Call consultants. And you can schedule your appointment by going to momsoncall.com backslash prenatal. And be sure to tell all your pregnant friends or friends who are adopting and expecting a baby uh, in the near future. And we just want to make sure that you guys know how much we enjoyed having you today. Morgan and Sydney, it's just, it's been so much fun. And we can't wait to have you on again, as well as our other consultants next year. It's going to be so much fun. Thank you all so much. I have looked forward to this and I'm so excited to get to meet some pregnant mommies and expectant dads and walk alongside y'all. I'm excited as well. I can't wait to talk to everybody and um, then hopefully see sweet pictures of new babies. And as I tell parents, like, let's get this show on the road. We can't wait to welcome all of you into the Moms on Call family. And these ladies that we get to do this with um, is such an extraordinary privilege. And so we'd like to invite you into not only all the fun that we're having, but we want you to be adequately resourced. We want you to have access to all the information that you need. And most of all, we want you to be successful. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 